Everybody got bills. I'm Pumima Shekho and you're tuned into Womanta. It's six minutes past 12 and it's the third Wednesday of the month. So I've got Michelle Dave here with me today. We're talking money, 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 money. We're talking bills that we have to pay. And like the song says, you still gotta eat. You've got mouth to feed and still gotta eat. But it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And so one of the things that we are very aware of, every girl in South Africa at least, this month is that breast cancer is a reality and breast cancer affects us all in one way or another. And should you ever find yourself in the completely unfortunate situation where you are diagnosed, you're still going to have the mouth to feed. You're still going to have the bills to pay. So we're talking about how to protect your income. You know, you get medical aid and you, you've got savings. Uh, I say that with a smile because of <laughs> course all of us have savings. We're saving our money for those rainy days. But, you know. Pumi rewards herself by buying a dress, not by putting the money away. No. <laughs> Never a dress, maybe a handbag. All right, shoes. <laughs> but you know, I mean, the the very serious issue. I was looking at, I was looking at um, stats. I say, at the numbers, at the mm. numbers, the numbers. You know, the the gender statistics in this country are absolutely ridiculous. Between the ages of zero and seventeen, there are about sixty percent of all kids in this country live with a single mother. Yep. That means that if that single mother gets sick. Those bills that got to get paid, those mouths that got to get fed, have to be fed by that mother. Mm. So income protection becomes a very important thing. But nobody understands what income protection is. No. I mean, I see Desmond do it, right? <laughs> 10 o'clock in the morning, I see him on that TV screen and I still don't know what he's talking about. Oh, gosh. Michelle. We're going to make it very simple, very yeah. easy to understand. The The... Quick and easy part, yeah. maybe, starting here. So every Saturday morning on any of the SAPC, if you don't have yep. Explorer, any of the SAPC channels, you're watching, some, life. You're watching somebody mm. telling you about some kind of benefit that pays Correct. you five, up to, up to 5,000 rand a day that you are in <laughs> hospital. <laughs> okay. Is that income protection? No. We're going to have to just kind of get away from the myth of what is income protection and what is a health benefit, a health okay. income. So again, let's just quickly do a quick synopsis of medical aid. So we've got a medical aid. We've got a savings within our medical aid. Once it's used up, we have a problem. Then remember we spoke a couple of months ago about gap cover. So the gap cover will actually fill in what is not paid by your medical aid that comes out of your own pocket. Then you can also get a hospital benefit, which pays. And it's very similar to the gap cover kind of thing because it gives you an income on a daily basis, but you pay a premium for that, obviously. But let's take that and let's put it away because that's not what we're talking about today. Okay, so we're not talking no. about the gap. No. We're not talking about the hospital, hospital benefit. We're not no. talking about the medical aid. No. So what exactly okay. is income protection? <laughs> An income protection is for any person that wants to protect their income in the event of them becoming ill. So... Let's use an example. We've actually brought somebody along today called Lumbani. Hello, Lumbani. Hello, Lumbani. Hello. Lumbani is going to be our test subject. So I'm going to give a quick overview of how it works. And then we're actually going to look at the practicalities of it. So income protection is there for somebody that may become temporary disabled. In other words, they get sick 
and they're actually not getting an income from their from their companies. So most likely you are a freelancer? Yes. You work for yourself, yes. you own your own business, yes. you're a freelancer, any one of those kinds of things. Yes. Or you, you can be a paid salaried person as well. But if you're in, so if you're incapacitated for an extended Correct. period of time, yes. and then they stop Correct. paying you, because you don't leave anymore. Correct. You've gone over your 20 days, your 39 days, or whatever it may be. Now all of a sudden, you still got a bills, but you cannot work because you are so ill. Mm-hmm. That is when your income protector will kick in. So you prove to us that you are ill. You prove to us that you are not receiving an income and your income protector will pay you. So you get different types of benefits. And depending on how much you can spend, and this is very important for people to understand that it depends on how much you can afford. So if you have a temporary income disability, it's obviously going to be a little bit cheaper than a permanent disability. So your temporary income disability will pay for, say, two years. But you've also got a waiting period which will determine the premium. But does it have... Does does it have a a limit? So like you're saying, it'll pay maybe for two years. Does yes. it have a limit? Does it say we only pay for 24 months? Yes. Or we only pay for now, six months? You see, this is where the financial advisor will sit down with the individual, depending on the need and also depending on how much they can spend. So if you've got a temporary disability income, that is for a two-year period. You can also get a total. So the smart thing is, if somebody can afford it, is to take a temporary disability then take a permanent disability because then when the one finishes, the other one starts after the 24 months. Okay, but the, so the, the one that we're specifically talking about is a temporary disability. It's an income protector for the little time. So before it's not like you're never going back to work. Yes. You are going to go back to work. Yes. You've just got some chemo to do or you've got some... Correct. Okay. Yes. So that is for the shorter period of time. But now say, for instance, in that period of time where... You kind of have one disaster after another. You're now having, you've got cancer, you're doing the chemo, not earning a salary, your income protector kicks in for the first 24 months. Then what happens is, God forbid you're in a car accident. Does it have a limit? Does it have a limit? Is there a limit? It is paid to you on a monthly. Yes. 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 Okay. It actually tells you that. And then what will happen is, you will also then get the temporary, and if you've got the permanent, that will then kick in, and that you can choose up to whatever age you want to, and you can do it for life. But then, obviously, it becomes more expensive. So it's like an insurance. Yes, it is. It's insur- It's exactly, you've hit the nail on the head. It's insuring your income. It's insuring that you don't lose the income because of an illness. And then do you, does, do you choose how much you get a month? You get or- 75%. Of your earnings. Okay. That is the law. SARS has brought that through and we can't do anything about that. Okay, so you'll never get 100% of no. what you earn. No. But you will get 75%. 75%. That's okay. 25%. Yeah. One we can do it. You're not driving to work anyway. Hey, <laughs> you don't need the petrol money. Okay. <laughs> I'm, on yeah. I'm on it. You don't need the petrol money. So 25% you can live Correct. with. Correct. Yeah. So that is a great thing about this. So if people can only afford a temporary income protector for now because they're young, and if we look at Lombani, I mean, he's now 29. 29. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. before, before yes. because we're talking about it, is it a use it or lose it kind of um, insurance? Yes, it is. Hmm. That's the thing. If you have anything with risk attached to it, it is a use or lose. So let's think about it. 
It's the same as short-term insurance. If I don't have a car accident, I'm still paying that premium. If I don't lose my phone, I'm still paying that premium. The only things that you will ever always have a value in is your retirement annuities and your endowment or savings type of products. Okay. Because those build a value. Okay. So this doesn't build a value. No. This is just you, you pay in it. In the event of. In case ever you f- should Correct. need it. Okay. Correct. Got it. So back to you, Lumbani. Yes. You are. Tell us about you. So yeah, you are, tell us about Tell us yourself. a little bit about yourself. So um, you married. Yes, I'm married. Have you got with, kids? Uh, with one kid, yes. And uh, my salary is 35000 my salary is 35000 per month, and um, I'm a, a graduate professional. What does that mean? What does that mean, graduate professional? Lombani has a degree and is normally a four-year bachelor's degree. So does that mean you're less risky? I wouldn't say it's less risky, but what they do do is they give you better benefits when you're actually a graduate professional. And we'll talk about those benefits just now when we do the little scenario with Lumbani. Okay. So let's just, so Lumbani walks in for a mm. consultation. If I were to, to walk in for a consultation yes. or Lumbani were to walk in for a consultation, what are the kind of, what's the information that he must bring in with him? Okay. Very simple. He needs to give me his date of birth. He needs to give me his income and he needs to tell me if he's a graduate professional because those are really the only things initially to do a quote that any company would need. Because from that, the quotation system will actually work it out for him. And then, so Lumbani's walked in for his consultation. Yes. Lumbani, you're yes. here for a consultation. Yes, yes. I'm here okay. for a consultation. <laughs> in case yes. you thought there was more fun, <laughs> just ask girls yes. and the yeah. consultation. So it will go something like this. So Lumbani, thank you for joining us. Yeah. And I'd like to find out from you, what is your biggest fear and loss of income? What is it that worries you the most? Uh, my ability to earn that income. The income of the 35000 Yes. Okay. Because of your age of being 29, would it be something that concerns you as a long-term or a short-term problem? Mostly I would get concerned on a short-term basis. Okay, short-term basis. Yes. So then what we would do is we would actually start doing comparative quotes for Lumbani because you've got different waiting periods, which very simply means that Lumbani might say to me, Michelle, you know what? I actually have an emergency fund. And my emergency fund will carry me for three months. So then what we would do is we would look at it and we'd actually do a three-month waiting period. Tell me about this waiting period. Okay, so if you don't have an emergency fund, do you still have to? Yes, you wait for three months because you've chosen that. Remember, you can do one day, seven days, one month. Or three months. It's a choice. Okay. And and it becomes more expensive, obviously, the shorter the waiting period. Okay. Because we've still got to make our money out of it. And then tell me, so Michelle, I have a, a, a waiting period of two weeks or whatever. Yeah. Is this two weeks from diagnosis? Yes, it's two weeks from claim acceptance. So what Lumbani what would do... What does claim acceptance all right. mean? Now, Lumbani <laughs> has to put in a claim. Remember, he's going to come to us and say, guys, I can't work. So we need to get proof that he cannot work. We need to get proof that he has actually been diagnosed with this illness. And once we've accepted that and we've actually said, yes, we agree, that's when it starts. So... 
Is there a list of illnesses yes. that you have to... Yes. And is this list freely available? You know what? If you actually go onto any company's website and you put in income protector, it's the chances are excellent that you are going to get that list. Okay. And and do they differ from company to company? Or does everybody... Is, they, there, is it they're legislated? Very, they're very similar. They normally are legislated. The only things that they really look at a little differently are psychological and back problems. Because those are very difficult to prove. Back so, problems? Yes. Have you never had a back problem? That is We're so talking easy about, to prove. You no. can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about dis- disability. We're talking about being disabled to not the extent of kind of pulling putting your back out for a couple of days. We're no, talking I mean, about real I'm back talking problems. about real. So if I'm a freelancer. Mm. And I'm a freelance graphic designer or yeah. something, you know, so I have to go into my clients and do the work at my client site and whatever. And I put out my back and I have to be at home for a month, as has happened to a mutual friend. <laughs> a mutual friend we both know. Yes. <laughs> Again, remember, it depends on the medical report. Okay. And that's why they're saying that. There is normally an exclusion on your back and psychological problems because it's so difficult to prove. Mm. But if they can prove it via x-rays, scans, that there has been a temporary disability on this client, everything should be looked at as an individual case. So they do a general exclusion, but it's not just a general exclusion. It's saying these are some of the areas that we have concerns with and that we kind of Sometimes look at, we've had cases on exactly this back problem where the guy's brought in the stuff, he, he is so ill, he's on crutches or he's in a wheelchair and then all of a sudden this payment is made and then they're fine. And they've kind of, and we kind of worried about this and just remember each and every company has a, almost a, like an, a PI service. <laughs> they do. Now you tell me. Yes. So insurance companies have PIs. Yes. That investigate you. They'll yes, follow you. They do. So we had one case of a guy that we paid because he had such a bad back. And he was investigated. And we've got photos of him oh, taking suitcases, <laughs> taking suitcases out of the car and waltzing up to his front door and nothing wrong. But he was at the office in a wheelchair. Hey, <laughs> so there's a PI and it will catch you out, but but you you've got to submit. So it's not yes. like they're gonna say go to our doctor. You no. just got to submit your own doctor's no. medical reports yeah. and X-rays. and the motivation. Correct, and okay. your doctor would motivate that. And all companies will have a claim form that they'll be able to give you. You complete it, and with that, it will most probably have a doctor's report. Is or there a, a limit on how often you can claim? It's not a case of a limit. It's a case of the event. So in other words, if I do get temporary disabled for some other than known reason, we will pay you until you start earning again. Okay. All right. But then if you've got a permanent disability benefit and something happens to you again, you're in a car accident, you become a paraplegic. Okay. Which is horrible, but it, it can happen. Then that will kick in once again. It so it's not to a Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah. So it's not one. <laughs> it's not one claim event only. Okay. All right. All right. No, 
got that. Okay. Okay. Back to you. So sorry, going back to Lumbani. Lumbani. Yes. yes. What is your? We've talked about now it being a temporary thing for you. Mm-hmm. What would happen to your family if it became a permanent disability? Obviously, after losing that income, then everything will fall out of place. Okay. Um, my credit profile will deteriorate. My my credit profile will deteriorate, obviously, because... You've got I, such a lovely voice there, Lumbani. Use <laughs> your voice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on the long term, then most things will fall out of place. Um, uh, I haven't been able to, like, pay all my bills on time, then on the long term, your credit profile will deteriorate because you haven't been paying your, 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 your accounts yeah. on time. And so... On the long term, like largely to a larger extent, I mean, it can really impact on your life. Sure. Um, uh, There can be repossessions that take place. You can lose your property because you've got that income gap. You see what I mean? So that's why when you ask me, my ability to earn my income is the greatest asset that I would always want to protect. Fantastic. That's why I'm here for this consultation. Okay, excellent. So you can see that for people, it depends on their need. Mm. And I think it's also very important for a financial advisor to also explain to people the differences in between what is a temporary disability income, what is a permanent disability income. You also now get companies that do a death income. Now, the death income is really not for you, but for the people left behind. So you can also ask for a family member or family members to be paid an income should you die. For how long? Well... You can choose that age as well. It would have been to a session age. So in other words, I will choose that I'm going to tell everybody I'm going to live until I'm 90. But I die when I'm 63. But I've got a death income benefit on my policy. So that policy will pay until I would have turned 90. Okay, that's another day. That, okay. that is, but that's it's brilliant. my mind but it's right also, now. But it's also about income. And that's mm. the whole thing that we're trying to show. That people need to protect the income. That is protecting the family. Because again, you know, this is the thing about the statistics again, you know, that the, is even though we all know and we've done our budgets and we know <laughs> that we're trying to save at least like three to six months of like, say, of income, egg, yeah. you know, everybody's living from, from day pay, to day, from paycheck to paycheck. Exactly. So if, if that ability to stop earning, if I can't get my salary next month or I can't work my, my 40 hours that I need you to screwed. work as a freelancer to get the income yeah. that I need. Yeah. You're, so this, this, this thing will then just make sure that that Correct. amount of money or at least 75% of that amount of money is available. Correct. And I think that's why Lombani made such a valid point. He said, that is his greatest asset is his income. It's not the house. It's not the car. It's his income. It's his ability to earn. And that's where a temporary or a permanent disability benefit comes in because it guarantees the earning potential of that person. So how do you work out? So as as Lumbani earns... 30,000. Mm. I like round numbers, Lumbani. I wasn't good at maths. <laughs> I like the round numbers, all right? Yeah. So you earn a thousand rand. Yeah. 75% of that is only seven, seven, 750, 750 rand, yes. right? Correct. So that budget again comes in very handy. Yeah. But how do you work out how much you're going to be paying to be able to earn that amount of money? Does that make sense to you? 
Do you work it out with your financial advisor? Yes. So you understand that. Yes. I want to earn 750 rand at the end. If ever I got sick and I couldn't work, I need at least 750 rand. That's the beauty about systems. All companies have the system. So when you put it, when you put the information in, it will throw it back out at you. Okay. So it actually does it automatically for you. Some companies also work on a sliding scale, dependent on age, that they actually will say, okay, I'm not going to give the person 75%. I'm only going to give them 72% because it's the risk. So once you've put in the details of the individual, it works on a risk profile as well. What kind of details affect your risk profile? Smoker, non-smoker, huge. You can actually do a, a life product for a person who's a non-smoker and then do exactly the same person as a smoker and it can up to double the premium. What? Yep. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite scary. So that's the one thing. The other thing that can be um, detrimental to a person is obviously their tertiary education. Why? The risk profile and the way that the actuaries have actually worked it out is that people with a tertiary education, look, I don't have a tertiary education, so obviously I fall within the bottom ranks. <laughs> but people are just the rewarded. Fall, then everybody can have a tertiary there education. We go. There we go. There we go. Absolutely. But it obviously just shows that they're looking at different risk factors. So a person with a tertiary education will get a better rating. Age is also a big thing. The younger you are, the cheaper it is. And girls, obviously. And women girls, also are less risky. Yeah, and because we live longer. <laughs> yeah, we're less risky. <laughs> actually, actually, they say men get sick. I mean, uh, ladies get sick, but men die. <laughs> <laughs> or at least they are dying for the duration and of their illness. Go. Tell me something, Michelle. Um, I'm always in the office, 100% admin. Would my situation be different from someone who is always on the road? Yes, when your risk will change premiums? when you're looking at at your at your risks. Yes, and determined on the premium. Yes, it definitely will. No. So somebody that is obviously on the road more. So say, us for instance, you're a salesperson, and you're on the road for say four to five hours a day, traveling towards um, backwards and forwards from clients. Yes, obviously your risk is higher because the chances of you being in an accident are higher. So, yes, that would definitely affect you as an individual. And what oh, about okay. leisure activities? Oh, so gosh. Like, <laughs> so um, do they ask you that? Like, yes. I mean, if you no, are, absolutely. I was watching a video the other day yeah. of this guy on a bicycle on the GoPro. GoPros drive me crazy. And, and I was thinking, this guy on this, Go, on this bicycle, in this GoPro, this is a disaster just waiting to happen the whole time. The whole two minutes <laughs> I was holding my breath. And, and then I was thinking about it just also... Because that's his leisure time. That's yes. not something that you, you talk about. Hey, I go extreme cycling. Sure. Do they ask that yes, kind they of do. stuff? Yes, they do. So you ask if somebody does any hazardous occupations or activities or sport. Okay. Now, keeping in mind that if you do a once-off, so I decide to go jump off Storms River Bridge bungee once, they're not going to hold that against you if the rope doesn't hold me up. But... If it's something that you do on a regular basis, you will be loaded because of that. And again, it's that PI, got to worry. Yes. <laughs> and that guy that's watching you. <laughs> I'm a little freaked out about that PI. 
<laughs> we may have to get one of those guys in here. One of we these should days. actually. I think that could be a very interesting show. I, I'd really like to have yeah. a conversation with that guy one of these yeah. days. But so you've got to be as honest as possible. Yes, obviously in the in the please. That is something. You've actually hit the nail on the head, and I think for Lombani as well, just to understand that the more information you give, the less likely you are to have a, a claim disputed. Honestly. Disputing claims. Yep. <laughs> but you know, if you actually look at statistics and why people are actually not paid out is because they have lied on their applications. So they did not tell us that six years ago they had a mild heart attack. They did not tell us that they actually have been a helicopter pilot for the last 10 years. Do you have another list of questions there that, that you would ask in, in a, in a consultation like this? Well, I haven't got it with me, but I know what I would ask. Okay. So again, remember the quotation system is what we work with with a client. So we sit with a client and we actually go through it with him because that's the fairest way of doing it. So I can make up stories and I can bring you a quote and say, oh, it's going to cost you X amount. But if I'm physically interacting with you and we're doing it together, it makes a big difference. So it is things like, and and, and this is another thing is that we also look at areas that people live in. Profiling. (laughs) Not profiling. And you know, but that is more on the on the actual payment side. And do you know which one of our worst areas is? Santon. Really? Yep. Eesh. But why? <laughs> I know why. I know why. <laughs> tell me about into, it. <laughs> before we get into that why, I'll tell you just now. <laughs> Choice. Sometimes you have it, and sometimes you don't. Autotrader gives you the choice. Now you can shop, compare, and buy new cars. Watch our expert video reviews and research before you buy. Auto Trader New Car. The choice is yours. This is CliffCentral.com. Yes, we're talking about money and we're talking about how not to have more problems with the money that you've got. I've got Michelle Dave in the studio. We're talking about income protection and we've got a special guest. His name is Lumbani and he's letting us into his financial life. He's opening it up for us and mm-hmm. we're chatting about protecting incomes. I'm Pume Mashoko and you're listening to Womanda. Um, you can remember, you can get hold of us at, at Michelle. Mitch, Mitch Dave, three. And the, Sorry, I, I changed phones. I had to change everything. So it's Mitch, M-I-C-H, Dave, D-A-V-E, three. <laughs> and I'm still, I am still Pumimashiko one, and you can still get us at cliffcentral.com. But we're, we're on radio and we're chatting about how to protect that income and how to protect yourself from, um, when you are incapacitated, we were just saying during the song that what happens if you're like proper incapacitated, you're not just disabled, maybe you're like in a coma or something. What then? You know, can you nominate yeah. another person to be a beneficiary on your on your I think that goes back to financial planning one oh one. Right in the beginning. Okay. So Did I again- miss that day in class? <laughs> Remember we spoke about always having somebody that knows where everything is. So we were going to, we must also do a show on like a death file. It sounds disgusting, but it's true. (laughs) But having all your stuff in one place and in that should be how to get into your internet banking. What are your passwords? Because if you are in a coma, it's not as if we're going to pay the money to a third party. We're still going to pay it to you. You're still alive. You're not dead. 
You're just in a coma at this point in time. So nothing should be frozen. In other words, your bank account shouldn't be frozen. Nothing should be taken away from you. You're still with us. Mm. And that's why it's so important to have a file with all those details in it. Or at least one person that you can trust that has all those details. It doesn't necessarily have to be your spouse. (laughs) 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 Although that's a topic for another day. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) But so, Michelle, so now we've done, so we've done the profile. We've done the profile for Lombani. Yes. And I think it's important for us to also just speak to Lombani about some of the add-ons, which are either free or that he can actually take on with him. The biggest thing I think that has happened in the past, gosh, since Income Protected has been out, is that people have always said, I have to prove that I'm not earning an income. And therefore, they take out this type of protection. But now what happens if I get sick? I'm still getting an income, but I'm sick. A lot of companies have come up with something called a sickness benefit type of income protector. Okay. And this kind of benefit will still give you an income even if you are earning a salary. So say now, for instance, you get very, very ill and you've got a cold which turns to bronchitis, which turns to pneumonia. And the doctor says to you, Lombani, if you do not go to bed and stay in bed for three weeks, this thing is going to kill you. That is a sickness benefit. Okay. So we can even look after your income on a sickness benefit basis. And you do not have to prove to us that you're not getting an actual income from your company. Sure. So what do that you is, need then? So that, what, do you, what do you then need? Sorry? That's part of your income protector, but what do you need? No, I but that's you no. Had, I asked yeah, the same yeah. question. No. What do you this need? is this is an extra. Okay. This is something that's extra. So it shows me that we've got two different products almost. Oh, okay. We're saying the income protector. I have to prove that I'm not getting an income yes. for it to pay to me. But the sickness benefit, I have to prove that I'm ill. So whether I'm getting an income or not, I'm still going to get that benefit. This is brilliant. Is that an extra that you pay for? Yes, it is. Okay. It is, but it's not expensive. It's not an expensive benefit. It's not a 30 rand a month benefit. No, it's a little bit more than 30, but not much more. <laughs> not a 150 <laughs> rand a month benefit, but it's okay. What I'm saying is that we're trying to holistically look at protecting somebody's income. And we're saying, how am I going to be able to do that? So can I give them temporary disability? Can I give them permanent disability? Can I give them a sickness benefit? If the person can afford it, this covers all the bases for that individual. And the free stuff that comes with this income. <laughs> Some really nice free stuff that companies are coming up with these days. You've said now that you've got a wife, you've got a little boy. Yes. Now we've got something, awesome. not we, but companies have something called a child or a spouse protector. So should something happen to them on a dread disease basis, the life assured can actually get money out of it. Do I have to pay something extra for that? No, that's for that's free. Some companies, I'm, I'm not sure with all companies, but I know that Sunlam's protector for the spouse and the child is free. So what is, okay, let me understand you correctly. Okay. So I get an income protector. Yes. I have a spouse and I have a child. Yes. If, if my spouse or my child gets ill, gets ill, they, you get paid. Okay. You get paid for that. 
So what I'm I'm trying Why? to exp- so so that I can look I've, after this. Yes. So okay. say now, for instance, your your wife or your wife, wife. now got. Your That's wife. what I've always needed a wife. <laughs> <laughs> so now your wife unfortunately got ill and she has to have chemo. Yes. For six months and you decide, oh, I really need to assist her. So you decide to take off two or three months to actually take care of her, make sure she's okay. This benefit will kick in and it'll actually pay you on the sum assured amount that has been chosen on six equal premiums. Oh wow! And do do you have to do the same kind of jumping through hoops to prove you have how to? Obviously, Ill they are. we just yeah. need to know on a claim form that this is what's happened. Okay. So that we can actually make that payment. So I know that Sunlam has something like it. I'm not quite sure what other companies are doing it currently, but I do know that other companies are doing sickness benefits and so on as well. So again, keeping in mind that dependent on how much you want to spend on protecting your income, we can protect it. On a temporary basis, we can protect it on a permanent basis. We can protect you getting sick and not proving to us that you actually haven't received an income. And you can also protect your child and your spouse. Oh, wow. And this premium that you have to pay, we've had this conversation before. You know, keeping up with premiums can be a bit tight for people with time you know is this one of those premiums that you must never if you miss one premium you lose everything companies always say that keeping in mind that you have to pay the premium to have the cover so if i have a car accident and i haven't paid my premium i'm not going to get paid for it so it works on exactly the same principle if i don't pay not going to happen. You you got to pay to play. Yep. yep. <laughs> but but okay. And and so then you know you you've got to keep it. But in that seventy five percent that I'm I'm then earning. So while I'm incapacitated, do I have to continue paying premiums, or do the premiums fall off? No. Do you the have premiums to keep on become paying. part of the twenty five percent? I don't <laughs> no, 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 spend they, on. No, anymore. they are in the seventy five percent. I'm just checking. I want to make absolutely sure here. What else? What else? What else? What else can you get with this income protector? You know, because the, kind of insuring your car, we're all used to it. You yeah. know, it's one of those things. You can't, you can't even get like a loan to buy a car sure. if you can't insure your car. So insuring your car, we're used to. Insuring your house and contents, you're used to. But insuring your salary is a little. It, it, I think it's something that people don't really want to talk about. It's not as if it's a new product and it's only just happened. This has been going, or we've had income protectors for many, many years, but I think it's become more sophisticated. So what we see is that people are saying to themselves, and especially me as a commission earner, it is vital. That's it. You know, yeah. because when I, when I was yeah. just checking up the numbers, the number mm. of people that are not in formal employment Correct. in South Africa, the number of women yes. that are working for themselves, the number Correct. of women that are freelancers or that are, are outside of what is called the, the formal Correct. working environment. Those people all kind of live from paycheck to paycheck. And Pumi, I think that's my biggest fear. And I think, Lombani, that's what we've been talking about. And I think yes. you've made such an awesome comment about protecting that income. That we've actually been given opportunities to protect our income for the first time. Well, not for the first time, but it's becoming more and more appropriate. And it's coming to the fore for people to actually start protecting their income. And yes, at a premium. But at the end of the day, I need to know that if something happens to me, whether I die 
I always say to my family, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot, I'm worth a lot more dead than I am alive. That's for sure. <laughs> that is but not something you tell people, Michelle. <laughs> this is not something you discuss, even if it is your family. Do but you it's not the watch, truth. do you not watch the crime and investigation channel? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Listen, but they're not my beneficiaries, those people that are going to come after me, so that's okay. <laughs> but I think people are becoming more astute, and they're really starting to think about not only their own lives. I mean, and honestly, I've been in the industry for 27 years, and I've, I've been with people that I've gone to a family, and I've said to the gentleman, um, would you not like your family to be protected? And he goes, oh, no, they can look after themselves. So... I think that whole again another reason why women are less yeah. risky. <laughs> and I think that that whole scenario has changed to such an extent that people are saying, "No, I need to protect myself. I need to protect my family, and I also need to make sure that I use the right products so that I'm not in trouble." And that is things like gap cover. That is things like the income protections, because that's going to make sure that I can carry on living. In the way that I'm accustomed to, Michelle. So we're all young and funky. Yes. Yeah. Besides, so, yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. We're all young and funky in the room, and we, we, we. So we, we're still in in the space. Is there an age limit, an upper age limit, where it's like, sorry, you've got another ten years to work. We are not going to protect your income, or it's free for all. You can always just sign up. It just changes how much you're paying for premiums. Again, remember it depends on the person's age, how much they're going to pay. So the older you get, the more expensive it becomes. That is a definite. And I think with most companies, they will actually look at a, a income protector from up to about age 65. If not a little bit younger, but that's the norm. So they may say to you entry age 60. But it, 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 that depends on the companies. I just think that an income protector is something that is mostly used for people that are entrepreneurs, people that work on their own, people that know that they need to protect that income because there is no other money coming in. So they might be the principal breadwinners. So you're the key person working Correct. in the home. Yeah, so they're the breadwinners. So like Lombani and I were chatting earlier on, I mean, he's paying for his wife's studies at the moment. So she's not working currently. So hopefully she'll be finished with her degree at the end of next year. No, she will be finished with her degree at the end of next year, yes. which means that that will change once again in his income protection because then he has somebody else that's also paying towards that. What are you giggling about? I'm just thinking. No, I'm, so I'm thinking about when you're an entrepreneur, there are so many things that you're worrying about. When you're a single parent, there are so many yeah. things that you're worrying about. This is one thing you don't need to worry about. I, I'm actually, that's that's what I'm, I'm smiling about and thinking. Geez. So there, there are more things that one has to be <laughs> buying into just to buy that peace of mind. Correct. To buy the peace of mind that says, if anything were to happen to me, you know. All right, let's take it two steps back and we say to ourselves, if I start the stuff earlier on, like with Lombani now 29, mm -hmm. it's going to cost him a hell of a lot more or less than it will cost somebody like me, which is going to take out the stuff for the first time. So therefore, it's again about financial planning. I've said this from day one. Always be with somebody as a financial advisor or a financial planner or a broker who you trust. 
because that person is not going to be with you for a year or two. They need to be with you from day one until retirement, unless they're dead. Because, <laughs> well, if, listen, it's the truth. I mean, if you think about it, my client base is a lot younger than me. So I, I, then it's inevitable I will be dead before they will be. <laughs> but again, protection from as early on as humanly possible. That first salary you earn, how much are you spending on what? We had Dean in a couple, couple of, of months yeah. ago. He was blowing his money on <laughs> crap. <laughs> hey? So an income protector is not crap that you're blowing no. your money on. <laughs> but start off when you can afford it because then it becomes part of your budget. Now tell me quickly, yes. um, with my profile, like how much would I pay? Um, Lombardi, I actually, we've actually, in that little break, we did a couple of things for you. We looked at the temporary disability income. Remember, yes. that's for the first 24 months. Okay. And then what we did was we actually left that as a uh, three-month waiting period. Okay. So in other words, because you remember you had that emergency fund. Yeah. Then we did an extended income disability, which meant that after 24 months, this will kick in. And you chose up to age 65 yeah. for it to, to carry on paying for you. Okay. Okay. And then you also were, you were worried that if you should die, that your family would actually get an income until you would have turned 90. Mm-hmm. And we would have given them 15,000 rand a month up until the time you would have turned 90. Okay. For that, we would have, it would, char- we would have charged you 744 rand per month. 744 rand. Yes. Yeah. And that is, that's actually cheaper than most car insurance. Absolutely. And that is, so that's kind of, that is 75% of what he earns. Yeah, he's basically covered for the rest of his life as well as should he die up until when he would have turned 90 for his family that would have gotten income. So now quickly tell me, Michelle, at claim stage, mm. right? Um, let's say the, 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 the benefit event occurs and I come to you, I've got this claim. Yes. Say, for instance, I've got disability cover with two different companies. Right. How would that impact on the payout or when, you, when you'll be calculating the payout? Will that affect, because uh, um, you talked about legislation yes. and some benefits? They would statement. actually do that. So if you've got two companies with those amounts, then they will actually look at a total amount for you to be paid out. Because remember, legislation tells us that you cannot get more than 75%. So in other words, if you're earning 30,000... So you can't get two income no. protectors in the hope that you then get 75 times two. Two, yeah. Okay. Must be very, very careful with things like that. And that's why it's very important to actually review a client's portfolio. Don't give him something that's going to earn commission. Give him something because he needs it. Very okay. important. Okay. Didn't That's a good one that. because if there's PIs out there, people are obviously trying to scam this <laughs> thing, you know. So if – and then what? I mean, if you do have two, say you, you, you weren't with the prudent financial advisor or you took something out a couple of years ago, this guy, you've got a new guy and, they, and now you do have two, do you lose all that money? No, you won't lose it. They will literally look at the two. And they will also look at your last pay slips because sometimes you may have done an income protector that's seven or eight years old and you've had an increase in salary since then. So they will all work it out for you. It's, it's all worked out actuarially for you. So, so they're very clear. So, so, so tell me, um, if I take up this thing with my occupation X now, 
and then two months down the line i change occupations i start engaging in more risky occupations uh, would you come back to me and revise the premiums that you've given me now keeping in you mind you must go back to your financial advisor because how does he know you've changed jobs the thing is remember it depends on company to company and again if you are sold a product by say for instance i know that liberty normally asks that you do go back and say listen i've become a smoker or <laughs> <laughs> or i've become a helicopter pilot they actually want you to let them know but then you've got other companies like sunlam who actually do insure you on inception of policy and they say we accept you as is and let's keep it as is oh. and obviously they may even send you an annual thing saying has anything drastically changed in your life but for them to really make a huge difference in the premium depends on company to company okay and that's important and i think people need to understand that that not every company operates the same so terms and conditions <laughs> apply correct <laughs> t's so and c's apply that, those t's and c's you got to read that thing very yeah. carefully yeah. so michelle thank you so much thank you thank you lomani for coming and chatting with us and sharing so openly your kind of your fears about what you want to protect I just want to know, is there someone out there giving one with cashback bonuses? Like if I don't claim, can I get cashback? Well, you've got insurance that does that. <laughs> but that's on the life cover side. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? It's, it's a great, I think people get really excited about looking at things like that because they always want something back. But it's again depends on your need. It depends on what you can afford. And it also depends on if you look at the calculation, if you were to put away 300 rand of the premium, would that have given you the out, out, um, payout after 15 years? So there's a lot of factors which take place within what you actually talk to people about. And you actually have to be an actuarial scientist to figure that out for yourself. <laughs> and when you have to put that money I'm definitely not oh, doing that. Income. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you for Pleasure. that. And, and I think, you know, there's so many things. There's so many things out there that one has to take into consideration. And more than anything, every time I speak to you, all I walk out, all I ever walk out <laughs> thinking is one has got to be in charge of your own financial future. Can I say one last thing, guys? No. Not everything. No, no. Okay, no, you can. Nothing fits. There's not one shoe that fits all. It does not work like that. And you've got to sit down with a financial advisor. You've got to chat with them. And you've got to see what works for you. Not for everybody. Because this is not for everybody. Mm. And that's important. Got to fit. And it's got to be personalized for you. Before we say goodbye, Lumani, did yes. it make sense to you? Yeah, very much. Um, it's quite insightful. And um, I'm really appreciative of the advice that I've got. I hope you take it. Sure. That's, that's a, I can't, I can't actually think what 75% of your salary is right now, but it sounds like something you want to protect. That's quite helpful. That's 26 quite helpful. 250. <laughs> Stop showing off. That's what I would get in the event of disability. I mean, disability. 
Thank oh, you for okay. being here. Thank you for being here. Look, take in charge of your own financial future. I think That's the it. most important thing is know what's know what's out there, yes. know what's available and to you. And speak to the right people. Speak to the right people and be honest. Yes, please be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Women. But 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 uh, Michelle, just one quick one. Uh, Very quickly. Yes. Got half a minute. Okay. Um, like what? How would I benefit by having one person looking after my financial plans? As opposed to taking these insurance policies directly from the call center. If you have one person looking after you, you know for a fact that that person is going to review your policies at all times. They will see you every six months and they will actually grow with you in your financial future. Oh, okay. That's awesome. I think it just saves you time. You don't yeah. have to think about all these things. You've got one person. Doing and they keep everything for you. All, all for you. <laughs> I'm Pumim You've been listening to Womanland. We've been Keeping it real. Keeping it real. On cliffcentral.com. I'm back again next week. It's the end of the month, baby. And remember, when that salary comes in, don't spend it all in one place. Enjoy the rest of hump day. Cheers, all. Keeping it real. On cliffcentral.com.